Well, Greg, I'm just chiming in on the discussion about the smartphone, iPhone. You got talking about Facebook there. And uh, you know, you've brought attention to me about the Facebook groups and the, the use of them for marketing purposes. And uh, I have to say that that is what I love about Facebook. That's what draws me back to Facebook time and again is all the groups I'm a part of. You know, as you know, I homeschooled for many, many years. And I was on a, a few homeschool groups. That, that was my community. That was my support group. That's how I found out about events happening. And when I was juicing, juicing groups. And, and it's a great place to create community, have a sense of belonging, and not, I'm not feeling run by Facebook. It's the connection with the other people that I'm making in those Facebook groups. So I love groups and uh, using it for my own business too. Hey Debbie, thanks very much for chiming in on this conversation about social media and the iPhones effect and stuff like that. And I agree with you. I, you know, I, I like what you said there in terms of how it keeps drawing you back. And I just wanted to draw everybody's attention to the fact that Mark Zuckerberg has, Zuckerberg has uh, actually, they've altered their... So Facebook's mission statement is now clearly said about uh, helping people build communities and connect together. That is very different than what the Facebook newsfeed has become and I think that that's really obviously Mark Zuckerberg thinks that that's the future of Facebook is Bill community I would agree and by default I would think that that would mean that Facebook groups will be the core is going to be core to, to use of Facebook and hopefully it's going to be core to their development efforts and hopefully they don't make any major changes to it because right now I think it works really really well and it's a great way to build community and something that I need to look at for my business and for the topics and things that I'm interested in I think it's a great idea so just wanted to uh, follow up with that Debbie thanks for the call in much appreciated and yeah let's uh, we need to find the tools on our smartphones that support us in being able to live the life that we want to live on our terms and not simply be chasing, uh, you know, not, not infecting ourselves with app-itis, you know, constantly looking for the latest and greatest app because otherwise your, your phone gets littered, your notifications get messy and it's really not a pleasant experience then. We really need to be intelligent in the way that we use our devices because, after all, they're with us all the time. Thanks, Debbie. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, Greg. Um, wanted to check in, wanted to call in, and um, didn't know how to do it. Actually, as a matter of fact, I, I should have just called you. I got your number. Hey, um, I, I was wondering when you're going to get up on that life section that you should be claiming and um, I'm glad you changed the name and uh, got on that bubble um, to see you as one of three um, top tier guys here. And I, I strongly believe that. And that isn't to kiss your ass. Trust me, man. I don't want to kiss your ass. That's, that's kind of like gross. Um, either way, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that you're on the top of the charts. And I was just jumping on that life, life bandwagon with you. Um, nothing like you, though. You do it better than I do. You know how to Dougie, man. Hey man, how you doing? I'm really, 
I didn't know anything about it. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I had no idea. <laughs> I just went and looked. I went, oh, okay. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. I'm just going about being me. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback. I really appreciate the heads up. Yo, Greg, I wanted to add a little bit more. I wanted to call in about the cell phone thing. I have a true addiction to my phone. I carry my phone at least good 95%, and that's just math out in the air. Um, I typically have my phone in my pocket, and most times than not, I'm checking, I'm checking social media such as Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, um, everything else that has things to do with interaction with other human beings. And this is one of them. Uh, it's a disruptor. Um, the thing is, with cell phones, they, they're a walking cyclopedia, so you can pull it out anytime someone says something. Hey, you know, I think the world is flat, and you just say, okay, I think the world is round, and here I'm going to prove it to you. Pull out the cell phone, and boom, there you go. You, you and, and that person are on the same page. Or you can have a cell phone battle, either way you look at it. I typically use my phone for spelling and talk to text, and I think it's great that we have this. But it doesn't take away from me speaking or, you know, because everything is text. Just wanted to add. Dave, Dave, I love that <clears throat> walking encyclopedia. So basically what you're saying is that these smartphones, these, these smartphones are, are, they are our, um, what you call it, um, bullshit, uh, bullshit busters. <laughs> and, but you know what? Sometimes not, because sometimes the information out there on the interwebs is not accurate. It's it's faux, it's fake, it's made up, it's or it's someone's extreme opinion. That's the that's also the great thing. If you wanna think great thing about the about the interwebs is that if you wanna get a diversity of opinion and you wanna literally study the spectrum of opinions and perspectives on any particular issue in life or business, it's totally possible. It's so easy to do. <laughs> it really is. Because all we need to do is go poke around a little bit and uh, read some stuff. And you can find, like you say, somebody says the world's flat, and you say the world's round or whatever. There's so much information out there. You're absolutely right about that. And the fact that we've got that power in our palm of our hand, I think we take it for granted. And at the same time, we have to also learn how to use these devices in healthy and appropriate ways. Anyways, yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a very good point you're making. Thanks for calling in, Dave, and I appreciate the heads up and the, and the compliment. I had no idea that I was up there and in life <laughs> on Anchor. That's interesting. Alrighty, you take care. Bye for now. Greg, you have some excellent contributions for your piece about the impact of phone in your pocket and how it's intersecting not just life, but social life, but social life redefined by what the phone is doing. And so what I want to know is I, I, I need to use some of this material and uh, do you mind me scraping 
some of the contents which you and Barbara KB, Dave, Debbie, you've made really, really good lucid conversation about this this topic of um, it started with the iPhone being 10 and 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 it's morphed into something bigger, which is not just the iPhone but mobile mobile journalism technologies, mobile communications, social mobile. Can I extract some of that stuff? Do you mind me doing that? I'd stick it over on the roll call. Anyway, more later. Bernie. Hey, you know what? First of all, thanks for asking. And of course you can. It's not uh, going to use it for education purposes. So of course, feel free. Love to uh, hear some feedback in terms of what it's meant to people and kind of their observations and that would be that would be really really quite interesting actually because then you get uh, a sense as to what the kids think <laughs> that'd be awesome so there's conversation around the iPhone effect and this conversation has developed around social. It's pretty significant. And I guess what I want to explore is the role of audio. So Barbara KB talked about the fact that she, she didn't expound on it, but she said that she's not posting as much on Facebook because it's giving people an impression of who she is and she's not quite comfortable with it or not quite comfortable with who people are thinking that she is. And started me thinking, you know, again, you cannot mistake my presence, my tone of voice, and the message that I have to say when I'm using my voice. And that's the thing that I think that's been the great gift. The gift of Anchor for me has been that I found my voice again. Now, it might sound like a strange thing to say, but... I've been a public speaker. I've done this. I've, I've done speaking gigs. I've delivered over 400 of my own workshops. I know what it is to stand in front of a group of people and deliver a message. And I just there was a there was a time when I I just wasn't sure whether my skills were relevant anymore. And what I've been able to do with Anchor, not with not with unlike anywhere else is explore some ideas and get and based on the feedback I absolutely know that that you know the stuff I have to say the things that I share the knowledge that I have is is actually relevant and so to, to a certain degree it's kind of like market research but it's also this rich dialogue and exploration of ideas because when you call in and I respond, we have a conversation. And this this conversation that uh, that's kind of developed between Barbara and, and Debbie and Bernie and Dave and myself, this developed is, is the very rich thing, the thing that I absolutely fell head over heels for as, uh, as far as Anchor is concerned. And so... <clears throat> It's really been quite remarkable. So the the impact of, of audio and social audio is significant. I'm also podcasting. So I've got headstrong and heartfelt conversations on iTunes. Now I've got 
Heartfelt Life and Biz uh, on uh, in, in the iTunes Store from Anchor. That is the curation I'm doing of my segments into episodes, and so the the, the social implications, the social thread of the uh, effect, the impact, the influence, really, the shaping of how I socialize, who I think I am, and how I've got to know people on levels I never before thought possible is actually quite remarkable and quite, it's powerful. So that social the social thread of uh, of the influence of the shaping the social shaping of my reality of my experience using audio is very different than anything else I've ever done other than podcasting so I'm interested to know what your experience has been using your phone using anchor and social audio We had this discussion on version one, but I'd love to pick it up here if anybody's interested. The thing that I think is fascinating about this whole conversation about the iPhone effect is the evolution of science and technology that's taken place from the invention of from electricity being able to be transmitted, uh, batteries, uh, you know, the the light bulb, the telegraph, the telephone cellular phones, then smartphones, the internet, well, let's say the internet, smartphones, and and then wireless internet, and the development of the iPhone, and the ability to develop software applications, very efficient software applications that run on a touch-based interface, just think about all the different developments in both science, technology, business, and entrepreneurship and trial and error that had that took place. The evolutionary growth path is is pretty amazing when you think about the thread of everything that this is built on. None of these devices would be worth nothing if it wasn't for electricity. And you say, well, of course. But there was a time when it wasn't electricity. Well, yeah, but that's a long time ago. Well, each of these things are a progressive unfolding of the state of our consciousness, our inventiveness, our creativity. And I believe an innate desire in the human being to express oneself creatively to figure things out, to be curious, to be sentient and to be to fix things, to uh, understand how things work, why they work. That's the, the that's the drive to, that it is to be human. And that is what I believe is the underpinning of these this technology that you're listening to me on either on a podcast or on your phone on your computer, on your tablet. It's all there. It's all there. It's all happening all the time. That there's this fundamental human need for creative expression, and it's all supported by science, technology, and business. What do you think of this?
I think it's pretty significant. I think we take it for granted. But if we understand how something works, then we can understand perhaps a little bit better how to use it. So how are you using it and what are you doing and what questions do you have for me and how can I help and support you?